Welcome back to a brand new episode. This is season three, episode one. Happy New Year. And before you get into this podcast, you need to know that you can watch this also on YouTube. We'll give you the link down below in the description. Absolutely. Feels a bit weird being sat in front of a microphone again, or behind a microphone, whatever you say, behind a microphone, because it's been a while, hasn't it? It has. We had a busy, busy December. I got married. You did? And then you had a honeymoon, which was obviously looked amazing. If you follow Alex on Instagram, you'll have seen it. Um, so yeah, we've been away for a while, but we are back. We better are than ever, I believe. Back, better than ever. I'm not sure we can use that. Why? That's Peter Crouch's thing, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Back stronger. Back stronger than ever. No, that's what he oh, said. Well, best than ever. Better than ever, yeah. So, introductions are done. If you well, are no. new to the podcast... Give yourself an introduction, Josh, because people right. might be listening for the first time right here. All right, then. If you're new to the podcast, my name's Josh, co-host... Sounds like you're an interview, then. It does. Co-host and uh, all-round great guy. No, I'm joking. I, I think it should be more golf-based. Club, <laughs> club, club golfer... Um, I play off, num- off uh, 10. Wait, did you play say number 10? <laughs> play it's been a while, all right, guys. I play off 10. 10. Um, and I just love golf, basically, which is why we do this podcast. And yourself? I'm a PJ Golf Professional, top 50 world yeah, coach. What's your name? Oh, yeah, Alex Elliott. So, yeah, now go again. <laughs> Alex Elliott, PJ Golf Professional and top 50 world coach. I'm powered by sure. you, the viewers. Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, guys, so this podcast is going to bring you three to four sections, sections every single week. Every single Wednesday, so uh, pop your headphones in, enjoy your commute to work, enjoy whatever you're doing, if you're doing the cleaning, cooking, whatever you're doing, wherever you're listening, let's get into the podcast. Absolutely. Right, so normally we'd start with Chop of the Week, however, it's been a while. We haven't played golf. We haven't played golf. The weather's been terrible. So, Before you go into your story, I want to ask you a question. What is the most extreme weather you would consider playing in? I used to be a fair weather golfer. I used to... Well, you've not played over the winter, so... No, I've not. I have. I have, because we're going to tell a story about that. But I've not played as much as I would like to, no. But I've, I've been busy. You had a wedding, all right? Mm. We had a stag do. You had a wedding. I've not played that much in the last three or four months. But I will play in pretty much anything. The thing I don't really like is the cold. I agree I don't with that. mind the rain. I don't mind a little bit of rain. Wind... I can sort of deal with it's just being cold that I don't like. Tell you what I've just bought, though. Well, I say bought. I got it as a present, so I didn't buy it. I was gifted it at Christmas by my mother. Um, these two hand-warming, like basically like kidney shapes. Charge them. Give eight hours. You can choose like your temperature. And in the past, I've had these, and they've been naff. Right. But these ones are really, really good. Oh, so you put them in your pockets, hands on yeah, them in yeah. your pockets. Bloody hell. Well... I obviously normally use the hot pocket things. Yeah, well, the ones that you which can... Which are okay, but again, not yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, cold is a, is a no-no for me, which leads me in nicely to the story that I'm now going to tell. Because, speaking of weather, uh, the last time I played golf was in Huddersfield, Woodsham Hall. Lovely golf course, lovely track. Turned out, it was the coldest day of the year. What was it, like minus seven? Mate, you don't like... <laughs> I got there... And it was almost like how obviously you're off mats, which fine, but the mat. I hate that by the way. Yeah, but the mat becomes pointless because you might as well sit it off the floor because the mat slips on the floor anyway. Honestly, it was like playing an ice rink. <laughs> I didn't hit a single green, and that's not nothing from hitting bad shots. No, I'm not having that. That's not from hitting bad shots. Honestly, like little chips into the green, under hundred yards, ninety yard chip. Obviously, try and flight it a little bit. Oh yeah. Ping! It's like landing like, on your kitchen floor. Yeah, basically. Mate, just absolutely no chance. Could barely hit driver because 
all the mats that we were hitting off were frozen. So if you, you had get a tea in the ground. You couldn't get A, you couldn't get a tea in the ground, so I had to start using a castle tea. But B, couldn't stand up, mate. If you swing, drive a swing over bloody 50 <laughs> oh, mile an hour, you're on your arse. <laughs> I'm bitching, is that Mick Richards thing? Yeah, mate, honestly. So, <laughs> like, when we did the testing a few years ago, what my, my driver swing speed was like, what, 120, 110, 120, 115? It wasn't 70, was it? Don't lie, don't lie. Why are you embellishing it? Don't lie, don't lie. <laughs> no, you're 110, 111, something like that. Yeah, club head speed. Yeah. Mate, honestly, it was like, and this doesn't, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, it was perfect for old men that don't swing it that fast because you You've could really they, generalize that because no but you know what I mean because they could like okay anyone that doesn't swing it that fast because you can you're not swinging out your shoes so you, your feet don't really move that much mm. and it, it's a fair way 100 yards down and runs another 100 yards whereas I was trying to swing normally and just slipping on my ass yeah it, I, I actually didn't fall over but I was close a few times it's comical isn't it when you when, yeah. when you when you're actually watching people play and you like, see, the best thing I can see is like when someone's chipping from like 30 yards away and you're stood by the green, you know, when you've yeah. just got ahead, yeah. it's when it la- go, comes in, looks like it comes in quite slow and it lands and it goes, bing, and speeds up. Yeah, you're like, oh, good shot. Yeah. Uh, no, see you in a bit. Yeah. Like, it, it was, was just ridiculous. And then obviously we're playing winter greens as well, which is also equally as annoying and I hate. But yeah, that would be my one thing I don't think I'll be doing again. Yeah, I mean, not 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 for me. I remember playing like I used to play winter league with my dad, which means like every single Sunday, we'd get up and basically you play, you can play with the same people up until a point. So you get points depending on where you finish. Right, okay. uh, it's better ball, so your best score to count. Yeah. And then it gets to the point where you have um, the plate competition. So right. if you finish like 12, 12th place you go into the plate, below, and you, you go into the court. yeah, and then it's yeah. a knockout from there. We were always in the plate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we just could like. It's what I just, yeah, I couldn't. Winter I used to love in the UK. Is not yeah, for like no. the athletic golfer. It's no, not, no, 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 no. Like I used to play, and I used to say to my dad, like I can't feel my hands. But I'd have yeah. the hand warmers. We'd have a coffee round with us. Yeah. You could only have seven clubs sometimes, yeah. which I don't mind that aspect. All I look forward to is the halfway house, having a coffee and a bacon roll, yeah. and then afterwards having a tea cake. <laughs> they, they were like the highlights of my winter golf. Like I just. I don't know. Actually, one year we did all right, but then got knocked out in the first round of the, uh, co- the cup. Yeah, because, and I'll tell you why. So, in winter golf, yes, the golf course is shorter, but if you're playing off a mat, there's just one guy, I'm going to name him, called John Hatton. Bandit. In the summer. <laughs> in the summer, absolutely, just your just average golfer. Yeah, played off 15. Really, way. really short. Yeah. But when the summer when it was firm, he was very good. Right. But, in the winter, he was unbeatable. Because he, he played to like three and, or four over yeah. purely for the fact that he could hit a driver, it'd go a bit further when it's frosty. Yeah. Or if it didn't because it was wet, don't matter because he'd used a mat, which is teed up quite significantly, hit and hit a driver again. Oh. And he was good with his driver, oh. mate. So he did like, let's say the fifth hole at Bramall, stroke index one. He did driver, driver, wedge <laughs> on the green, probably hold the port. If not, two put two points. Oh. Other holes that he couldn't reach in two, let's say. Like the eleventh of Bramall, did drive a driver because on the forward tee, and he'd be on the green or by the green, having to just up and down or put from the fringe. He'd make more pars in the winter than he would yeah. in the summer. Oh, and it God. was honestly, I'm not exaggerating there. Me. When he played to like single figures, it was unbearable. And we used to play with them. He's quite a funny guy. We used to play with him and uh, the guy called Charlie um, in the mornings, just every single Sunday, really, yeah. just in the normal league aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd have like 45 points, 42 points. You'd walk off with 40 points going, terrible today. I'm like, freaking hell, Dad, we only had 36. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, it's... 
I, I, that A, that would wind me up, but B, ice is the one for me. I don't mind. I played in the snow. I played in the snow. It was fine. It's when the greens get that hard that you can't, and the, and the ground on your feet is that slippy that you can't do it. Yeah. Not for me. No. So, guys, get in touch, actually. What is the worst conditions you'll accept to play in or have been caught in? Like, yes. they are, yeah. Anyway, moving on to the next section. We're going to be into tour trash talk. First up, we have news on the first event of the year. Josh, bring it to us. So, it was the Century Open over in Hawaii. Um, I think they play a lot in Hawaii this time. I don't know. Asking me the wrong question there. Um, so... First, this is the first big money um, event of the year. So obviously, if you remember back to last year, the PJ Tour put together a list of, I think, 12 or 15 events that were there to sort of combat live. And they, we've said it, that is the first live of 2023. <laughs> There'll be plenty more coming. <laughs> <laughs> that, they, they put these events together to combat live. And what the idea was, in essence, is the prize pot's going to be a bit bigger and it's going to get all the top players to go and play for it. So play basically, you, whoever's not playing live and inside the top 50 in the world should, should be attending be that event. It's yeah. basically like a a major, in inverted commas. Yeah. It didn't work, though, because Roy McIlroy dropped out. Purposely? I or think. injured? It, no, not injured. Just, just <clears throat> didn't this play. is the thing, right? At this time of year, I this is a, I've got two trains of thought. Yes, big money events. Some players will go because there's just more money, number one. But, I think the players that aren't necessarily bothered about money, but more bothered about peaking at the right time, yeah. they're not interested in playing this no. time of year, probably. No, because they're realistically now, for me, Roy McIlroy is looking at Feb, April. Sorry, I mean Feb starting, but yeah. April will be the Masters. Exactly, yeah. that's all he's looking at. Like he, he's everything he's doing now is focused towards that. Mm. So, uh, I agree, but obviously this is there to sort of combat live. Uh, the prize, the, I think John Round got two point seven million dollars. Um, so obviously a big boost from a normal PJ event. It's more like the players, I guess, in that yeah, like, yeah. that sense. Um, but it was a bit of a bit of an unreal start to the year because you had Ram and Morikawa up there. Um, Scheffler was up there, and if Scheffler had finished in the top three, he'd have gone back to number one in the world. Um, unfortunately, didn't he finish? Because Rory's number one right now, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, didn't he finished tied seventh? Um, but Morikawa was just unbelievable. Like first three days was a joke. Like his first round of the back nine, I think he had five, five birdies in a row, six birdies. Five in a row. Bir- no, I so he, he birdied the first eight holes on the back nine. Was it the first eight? I, I, I'll pull it up now. Um, I'm pretty sure it, it was every hole apart from the last. It one. was just like oh, I'm on the wrong app. It was just ridiculous. Speaking like, of apps, Josh has shown me the new PJ Tour app. Yeah. So he, he birdied First 10, seven. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. First seven. What the back nine? Like, just ridiculous. And he had two birds in the front nine. That was his first round. Um, he didn't have a bogey in his second round. He was he shot a 66, past 73 course. So go after three rounds, you think He thinking, shot a 65, round three. By the thinking about it right now, how's he not won? Yeah. Well, he's not won because round four, he was three under par in the front nine. Cruising. Then he had three bogeys on the bounce. Oh, God. 14, 15, 16, and birdied the last. And John Rahm rocks up and has a bogeys the first. 32 out, 31 back, 32 63. Out, wow. 31 back. He went 
Uh, he birdied 12-13. And I'm guessing these two are playing together. No, maybe they weren't. 12-13-14. No, I think they were. I think he was second going in. 12-13-14. And then Eagle 15, par 5. And birdied the last. 10 under, 10 under final, um, round. final round from John Rahm. So he started at 17 under. He mustn't have been playing with them. At one point, um, Mark Howe was 27 under and he was seven shots back. <laughs> Hello. And th- those three holes are basically, obviously it's like a three hole swing. Basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Ra- uh, Rahm's got on a bit of a, a run of birdies. But it's right in the end of that. I mean, three bogeys. T- like, Ridiculous, a bit of a meltdown, really. Meltdown, but then equally from Ram. Oh, just unreal. unbelievable. And I'm glad because John Ram was, I mean, say this, John was a bit quiet last year for John Ram standard, like mm. standard that he set for himself. Like I don't remember us mentioning him as much. I don't remember us talking about it as much. But he didn't like major, year, did he? Exactly. Whereas like the year before, it was like world number one. Absolutely on fire. I like, think though, like as a top player, you go through like purple patches, you go through peaks and chops. Yeah. And if last year was a inverted commas, like you say, a quiet year, then it's still pretty damn good. Yeah, and I think that's that for me is something that sets golf apart from other sports is that you can be absolutely phenomenal, and then you can be absolutely amazing, but you're not as good as you were. Do you know what I mean? Like he he didn't have a bad year last year. He's probably in... if anybody just listened to that part of the part of the part of the podcast, people are like, what the hell are you about? No, but... you're amazing, and then you're good, no, but, but you know still I, mean? I know like, he's yeah. still he's still absolutely it's like unbelievable. In football, but he's it... just not hit the heights that yeah. he hit. It's like I in think. football, if you had an amazing season personally, your team could do crap. You could have a following season where you're average, but the team win. Yeah, like and okay, look at look at football as the analogy. Then Erling Haaland scoring all these goals now is absolutely unbelievable. But if he scores 40 goals this year, but only scores 30 goals next year, he still scored 30 goals. Still yeah. an unbelievable year, but he's not scored 40 goals. It's, a bit, that's what it's, it's been like Scotty Scheffler winning five tournaments and six exactly. starts. It's... It, 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 and that's where I think with, with golf, it's almost like, because it's an individual sport and it's so like... 360 season. 360 season, and there's so many amazing players, it's hard to stay oh, at yeah. the top. And we're going to talk about that. As we as we go on, well, that's like going back to the whole thing why Tiger was so impressive. People would argue two bits: one, he was too imp- was so impressive, but two, obviously, there wasn't as much competition. Yeah. But he set this bar of what oh, competition yeah. is now, and for him to be at the top of the game for that length of time, yeah, like mad, just ridiculous. So there you go. That that shows it. The start. So there were seven shots behind. Seven shots oh, he back. was. Three he was eight, second. Eight holes. Yeah, he was second. Yeah, and he finished. Like ridiculous, um, boom, but yeah, and that's the other thing. So, in the last two years at the century, John Rahm's 60 under par, <laughs> 60 under par, he's just too good, there. isn't he? It's just ridiculous when he's on, he's on, yeah. Another, another thing that obviously we'll talk about Scotty Scheffler because well, what an unbelievable year he had last year. But another stat that came out that I saw is for where's it gone now, something like for the third time, he hit every green. <laughs> Didn't miss a green, something like that. Like Is that because he's going in with a wedge every single hole? Well, he's in, yeah, driver, driver wedge. Let me, I'll find it. I can't remember what it was on. That when you think about that, when you, so if you came off and you hit ten greens in a day, you'd be pretty happy, with that wouldn't you? You think I'd be over the moon? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and think how much longer their golf courses are, oh, and yeah. how much tougher, how much faster. Oh, that is seriously, seriously impressive. 
Like, I think... There it is. Sheffield hits all 18 greens for the third time in two years. Like, and I, th- I know people that will look at it and think, well, you should be hitting all, all 18 greens. Yeah, but if do. you look how many golfers actually hit green in regulation... I think a, if you... A, from, from an amateur golf perspective... I think people hit more. Think I think people think they hit more greens than they do. Yeah, mate, hundred percent. I bet you the average percentage for a club golfer is less than. This is going to be staggering right now. Fifteen percent of greens. What do you think? I reckon a golfer doesn't hit more than three to four greens around in regulation. So you're not, and, and just to clarify, you're not including like handicap. their handicap. No, 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 no. You're saying if it's a par four, you're hitting it in two. Yeah, yeah. flat regulation. Yeah. Which is staggering because people come off and go, oh yeah, I hate those yeah. greens. But no, not even the fringe, you don't count. I think that's something that as we should put out to listeners. As a listener, next time you play golf, note down how many greens you hit in regulation. So well, let's go past your, let's go on your final round. Let's go not not Hudson, not not uh, Woodson Hall. Not Hall, no, because uh, a bit frozen. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm playing next Wednesday. Okay, so so, so next not the following next week, the week, a week after, on Monday, we'll come yeah. back and we'll we'll go down and and. Put Josh's game to the test yeah. of how many greens did he hit. You're going to be impressed if you don't hit more than 15%. You're shit, mate. Hopefully. <laughs> but, well, you've got to bear in mind. I'm I'm joking, not, I've I'm not played golf in a while and I've got a bit of a bad back. And um, hopefully it absolutely leathers it down so they're nice and soft. <laughs> so I can just fly him in there and just stop. <laughs> well, all the excuses are coming out right here. <laughs> okay, so speaking of distance, um, Josh has hit me with a fact here. There's some golf di- digest, right? The average driving distance on tour has got longer. Now, again, again, like if we if we just sort of go through the sort of let's go the last ten years, Josh. Yeah. So, 2012, 289.1 yards. Okay. Then we, we actually went down to 287.2. See that before you move on that that does surprise me. Like, it goes down. Yeah. At that point where technology was really improving, mm-hmm. we went to, like to titanium heads, a bit of carbon coming in, different yeah. chassis. Um. So 2013 went down. 2014 back up to 288.8. Then up again to 289.7 in 15. Because I think these numbers are surprising people right now. I think people thought at this point it'd be over 300 yards. Yeah. And this is why I think, again, going back to people, how many greens people hit, people don't realise they don't hit it as far as well, they do well, as well, I, I which contributes that, to not hitting the many greens. I said that, I remember you laughing at me last year when I was like, yeah, the average must be way over 300 yards. No. And you were like, it's not. And no. So 2016, 290, then 292.5, 296.1. This is interesting. 2019, it went back down to 293.3. Um, 2020 to 296.4 so back up again 296.2 in 2021 2022 299.8 so we're hitting in essence 300 yards so that's quite a big jump in comparison it's two two yards that's more than it has been in for, for the sake of it it's four yards isn't it it's, it's, in essence if you do round numbers yeah, it's yeah, gone it's up by four, four yards, yards to, which to is more than it ever has been in the last 10 years oh yeah well in the last 20 years it's never been above it's never hit 300 yards. It's no, but what I mean is the biggest jump as uh, well. Yeah. In the last 10 years. Uh, no. Yeah, yes, it is actually. Yeah, it's a lie. So, it's interesting. There's two things that are interesting about this. A, okay. there's two questions we can pose on this. A, is it too long? B, why? Okay. Is it... Let's go why first. Fitness? Let's go why first. So, I, this is my... This, from a golf coaching perspective... This is like what I would say. Number one, technology has improved, but yeah. I don't think technology has improved that much. No. I think 
the golf ball technology has improved more than the golf club technology. Yeah. That's my first point. Number Point number two on that second point, point A <laughs> slash B. <laughs> point A, point, <laughs> point B, one. Um, <laughs> is that I think people have got fitter. I think the science around getting fitter has got better. And our science around how to become more efficient has got better. And finally, around that thing of fitness, you've not just got guys who lift weights who hit it a long way. You've got all different shapes, all different sizes who hit it longer. And something else contributing to that yardage increase, you've got to think, right, when Tiger first came out, he was like one of the longest. Freddie Couples, one of the longest of his generation. And you sort of had a bigger gap between long and short hitters. Now, because it's more competitive, your spectrum of high to low hitters or long to short hitters is getting smaller, which in essence is going to pull the average up anyway. Yeah. Because if you've got a big dispersion from A to B on differences, then that's going to probably bring the average down quite a lot. Whereas now everyone's fit, everyone's stronger, everyone's open to this tech and people, I think, just generally have better instruction these days to be able to hit it further. So that's my answer. Yeah, and and I'd agree. I think think you you mentioned a few points there. You mentioned... um, about the, the science behind people being fitter. Mm. You mentioned um, the tech as well, but I think that's massive. I think one of the reasons it's gone up and it's getting up there is because of that, that we mentioned in season one and season two, that Bryson effect. He started hitting it that much further. Next thing you know, Rory McIlroy is working on trying to hit it harder. Work and try and hit it. It's all about strokes gained, right? Of course it is. So if you've got a shorter shot in for your next one and you can advance it, then people would rather have that. Yeah, and people are working to give themselves an an advantage. So if Rory McIlroy can hit it 320, which Mm. he can with ease, like what I I think is most impressive about Rory actually is he had that patch, didn't he, where he was struggling with driving because he was trying to hit it too hard. What he's managed to do is find a way where he can keep up from a distance with the likes of Bryson, not that he was miles behind anyway, and not swing, not have to feel like he's swinging out of his shoes. I definitely think he's, he's swinging it quicker, but he's got yeah. the keyword there. He's got control. Yeah, um, I think that's had a massive effect, and I think, like you said, it's it's either adapt or die, isn't it? As brutal as it is, it 100%. sounds brutal, but you've either got to learn to hit it longer. Put it this way, right? When I was at, sorry, go on, there you go, point. you go. Look at Matt Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Bryson came out, did what he did, and he was like, I can't keep up, can't keep up, can't keep up. All of a sudden, you win you 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 adapt a little bit, you work on it in a little bit further, you win a US Open. And then Jim Alani. He is. So when I carry for Tom, you had players like Soren Kelson, known to be in a short hitter. He won the Irish Open. Yeah, okay, maybe Link's golf, you get away with it a bit more. Yeah. You don't seem to see many short hitters win on either side of the pond or on any tour. No. So yeah, I I think for me. Improvements in ball tech, improvements in club tech, but overall, I think there's better coaching and more readiness availability to seeing how far you hit it and how to improve it. And like you say, it's 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 like evolution. Yeah, like you you look at the top ten in the world, shortest hitter in there is probably what Morikawa, mm-hmm. you'd say from a driver perspective. And he's not short, and, is he? And he's a he's not short. He probably averages over two seventy. Which okay, you might think, well, that's thirty yards of behind. Yeah, but look how good he is with his irons. It doesn't matter to him. But he's then probably, in terms of greens and regulation, he's probably 2 two to 8% better than the rest of the field. Exactly. So that's where he makes it up. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, we are not saying that Colin Morcow is short by any stretch of the imagination. He's hitting it's it relative, isn't it? But yeah, relative. Like you look at the, the tailor-made videos that they do, 
and they're doing like long drive, he'll hit one and he'll just stand at the back because he knows he can't compete. Hmm. But guess what? When it's an iron drill and an iron contest... Hit me up, baby! Exactly. So it's all about strokes gained and it's about adapting to where you can... Okay, you can is that. it good or bad, Josh? I know I, your answer. Honestly, I don't see a problem with it. But I understand why people see a problem with it. But if you look at it there... Becomes, it becomes a... But, but if you, Long drive. Okay, so the last 20 years, how much further has it got? In the last 20 years? What what dates have you got there? Uh, 2003 up to 2022. It's 15 yards. It's not that much. It's one club. Exactly. The, the way people are, the way, the way it's sort of portrayed is that people are five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten clubs longer. Yeah. Oh, no. It's not the way it is. You look, you look back at that 2003, 285 yards. Guys are still hitting drive a wedge to a lot of par fours. Of course they are. Like, nothing has changed. I think I think it's purely because there's been that much talk around it that people are like, we need to stop that. Put it this way, right? If it was Rory McIlroy hitting the distance as Bryson was and all this hoo-ha, I don't think there'd be much wrong with it because he's more of a traditional swing of the golf mm-hmm. club. I think because of the way Bryson swings it and it is different, it does look different, that's the reason why people have a problem. Yeah, yeah. It's... Um, it's def- yeah, it's definitely people don't like difference. People don't like change. People don't like things like that. I completely agree. Good right. point. Well made. Like that. Good yeah. one, that one. Okay, let's go on to our predictions for 2023. I want to know Josh's Masters, US Open, US PGA, and the Open. And we're actually going to do Ryder Cup, but we're going to leave that for a separate podcast. We're yes. going to do a special podcast just on that because I think we can go into that in um, a lot of depth. So we're going to sort of rack our heads together. We're going to get our dream. We're going to do it this way. We're going to get pick our two dream teams, dream teams for both sides yeah. of the pond. But then best eleven, not best eleven because it's more but yeah. our best team between them both. Yeah. Okay, so. Josh. So hit me up with your predictions. You heard them here first for 2023 Masters. First. You put me on the spot. Masters, I am going to say Roy McElroy does it. Roy McElroy wins the Masters. Why? Because he, the way he finished last year was just a joke. Like yeah. The guy is in such good form. Like if he, and the other thing as well is he was dealing with all the live stuff. He had all that going on and he was still playing like that. Like If you take that out of it, Think how good he can be. Do you know what I mean? The guy's a, he's a joke. He is a joke. He's a cheat code. It's like cheating. And that like, would complete his career grand slam. Yeah. Like, the 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 way he's putting, the way he's driving, and the general, like, he's almost got that dominance of, Demeanor, like... Demeanour. Yeah. I think. I am going to win, kind of thing. And that we said it about DJ having that swagger, like, when he won the Masters, swagging around the golf course like he owned the place. Roy doesn't do that, but he's got that air back of, like... Dominance. I'm number one and I'm coming for you or you've got to catch me. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I like that pick. Okay, next up, US Open. US Open. I'll go through mine afterwards, by the way. Oh, God. US Open. I'm going to go Jordan Spieth. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. I've not picked him. I think he's in... He's been in good form for last year. He was brilliant last year. I think he's due one. I really okay. do. I Fair think enough. he'll be there. USPJ. Scott Scheffler. He had a bit of a quiet end of the year, I think. Did he, though? For his standards. Exactly. Relative. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. And, but that's how good these guys are. Like, and that goes back to the John Rahm point. 
And finally, the open. I will say John Rahm. Okay, so these are your picks. What we're going to do is have a bet. <laughs> are we? Yeah, not not monetary. What's on it then? We're going to do. So I've found this thing right where you can wrap your golf shafts. God. You have to. The loser has to wrap their golf shafts with a pink wrapping. <laughs> what? And play around with it. Now, I really hope it is you, because when you turn up to networking with pink golf shafts, <laughs> it's going to be absolutely hilarious. Um, so that's the forfeit. Right, now, okay. we'll do... So basically, none of us could get any of them. Yeah. But what we'll do is, if you got, say, Rory, and then I got someone else, yeah. then we'll do a playoff to who picked the closest one from the rest. Right, okay. But basically, it's how many you get right. Right, okay. Go on then. So, so okay. let's so, go through yours. Masters. He's got them written down. Phone comes I, out. He's got them written, written down. I've just done that off the top of my head. I wrote it down and I didn't even pick it. Well, you know what my news resolution is? To be prepared. Well, there not, you not go. just rely on Josh to run this podcast. <laughs> I like um, it. Okay, so Masters. Will Zalatoris. Oh, interesting. He's been close to, hasn't been he? Been close twice times. and he finished second in the US Open and US PGA Championship last yeah. year. My US Open yeah. is Rory. Okay. So, I mean, I, I, I think Rory is a great shout for the Masters. I just think there's a bit of a voodoo there at the Masters. But I think he's playing good enough to win one major, if not two. Do you not think, though, if he's going to... I agree there's a bit of a voodoo there. But yeah, do not think if, if he's going to do it, it's going to be now? Yeah, I mean, but yeah. But no. Because <laughs> clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Open. Here we go. Matt Fitzpatrick. Ooh. I think we're in the US Open last year. It's a golf course. I think he's played quite a lot. Royal Liverpool, yeah. yeah. Um, so Matt Fitzpatrick, I've gone for as my open. Yeah. I realise I've not done that in order, sorry. That's fine. And I've gone for Patrick Cantley. Ooh. To be my I don't, I don't like US PGA. I just think he's one of them players who goes under the radar a little bit. Yeah. And just plods. He does plod. He's a plodder. So I, I, I he's think... He's a robot. Yeah, I think, I think his time is... Well, number four now, I think. Yeah. By the way... Speaking of Patrick Cantley, have you seen that um, that video of him at St Andrews? No. Where he does like the delayed heel lift on his. On, no. Have you not seen that? No. I'll show you after. And if you if you know what I'm talking about on and you've seen it, and if you've not seen it, I'll explain it quickly. He's basically hitting the shot out of the rough at St Andrews, and he hits the shot, and he's like the shot's gone, and then he just like lifts his heel up at the end. I probably like, have seen it, but I've just <laughs> forgotten. Um, so okay. I think okay you happy we're shaking on you know yeah, we're shaking, shaking on, on this that's fine we're shaking on you know what's interesting none of us have picked anyone to win two also also none of us have picked anybody that plays Liv have you noticed that you're forgetting Cameron Smith here oh, you're forgetting shit. Dustin Johnson yeah do you know, and Patrick Reed. there's loads of these other players no no but do you know what I mean he's a Liv <laughs> player yeah Louis Eustazen former Open champion. Now, I, I, I would say I've not picked them for two reasons. One, I don't know if they're going to be eligible to play. Yeah, well, they're eligible to play in the Masters. Yeah, well, Masters, yeah. Mm. And I know if you won the Open, you will be able to probably play in the Open, yeah. i.e. Cam Smith. But I just think some of them have fallen outside the world's top 50 or 60. Yeah, yeah. And then if you've not already pre-qualified through any other route, yeah. route, um, route. then you're snookered. You're so, yeah, that's my... And I just say, you said we'd be sat in here, sitting here when they had world ranking points for Live Golf. And they've not got no, them yet, not. so... they've not. <laughs> now, the last thing before we move on, that sort of leads on to the next thing. The last thing before we move well, on... What a lovely segue. World number one. Roy McIlroy. At the minute. Oh, sorry. Right, okay. Yeah. My prediction for the end. So, by the end of the year... So, who's going to get to January 1st, 2024? 
and be world number one. No, how can we do? Because we usually wrap it up. We usually end the season of the podcast just before Christmas. Yeah. So we'll do at the point. Yeah, well, it'd be the last one. Would be the PJ Championship, won't it? Okay, we'll do the PJ Championship. No, no, we'll do. We'll uh, race to Dubai. The week race after, to Dubai. We'll do yeah. race to Dubai. Yeah. All right. So you think we're gonna be world number one? So yeah. So yeah. What I'm saying is, who's gonna go into 2024 world number one? Well, no, because it's different. It's not because it, there's no event. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So my prediction is, well, looking at our list there, you have to be picking somebody that's won a major. You'd think so, yeah. You'd, you'd think so, because obviously, if they won a major... You'd have to be, you have to have a bloody good run in the PJ Tour and not exact, win a major to yeah. do it. Yeah. So, I am going to go, based on the people that I picked, Rory. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, my, my heart says Rory's going to stay there. My I think you're going to go Ram. What? I think you're going to go Ram. I'm not. I'm going to go Scheffler. I just think, mate, the guy, he's a robot. Right? I reckon that should be for our bet worth two points, if you get that right. No, that's not even including the bet. Oh, okay. It's not including. Ooh, very confident, aren't we? <laughs> um, like, my heart says Rory's going to stay there because he's just unbelievable. But, again, he could have that little blip, which is not really a blip, but is a blip for him. And because I think these guys are so close as well. It's fine margins that, that decide it, isn't it? Between mm. the top ten. Yep. I mean, well, the top five, especially. It's, it's that close that it, anyone's business. Anyway, let's move on because... I think, and this is going to make a great title for this podcast, I think the PJ Tour have shot themselves in the foot. Whoa, wow, it's a bold comment, bold statement for January. Yes, and the reason why I think the PJ Tour have shot themselves in the foot is because this came out today or yesterday, they have granted passes for players to go and play in the Saudi Invitational, which is in February. But they've done that before, haven't they? Yes, they have done that before, yes. So, but when they did it, it was on the DP World Tour. Okay. It's not anymore. It's oh, it's, the, it's oh, on the Asian Tour now. Yeah, but... Okay. And who runs the Saudi Invitational? Live Golf. The same guys that run Live Golf. So then, guys were saying, well, hold on a minute. Why is this okay? And why is that not okay? What's the difference? Because actually... I think we did say this from the start, though. We have said that before, like... There's like, no difference. For Dustin Johnson's played the Saudi Invitational yeah, for years. Exactly. So, if if they were going to make a stand on this, which they did, obviously... They should have not we, let him play that, basically, yeah. is what you're saying. Like, I agree. I agree. No, no, I agree. It's so contradictory, because it's like, well, hold on a minute. There's literally no difference. The only difference is, it doesn't say, live Saudi Invitational. Do you know what would be really funny? Is if a week before, they said, oh, we're going to make this first live event, and they're all there. That would be brilliant. <laughs> because... It's just, when I read it, I was like, what? Surely now would be the time that you don't do that. You say, no, you've got to play PJ Tour this week. Yeah. Like, you've been so strong on Is the list. Is there PJ Tour event that week? Yeah, because yeah, that's why they've had to grant pass, passes. But there's, there's, you've been so strong on live, and then you... Now, will Rory go and play? Well, I don't know. <laughs> didn't, the, the article that I read didn't say who'd been granted. Well, I'm not being funny. If he plays, he shoots himself in the foot as well. I don't think he will. It, I... I don't know. You can't. You can't, surely. You can't. Don't shoot the messenger, but you can't. I know you can't, but we'll see, won't we? And that, I think that's start of Feb. So, obviously, as soon as the players come out and things like that, we'll let you all know. But, yeah, I just think it's a bit mad. Things a bit mad. Yeah, um, I don't know what to say on that, really. Because, yeah, if they were going to make a real statement about live golf, just don't Yeah. Don't grant it for that. No. That's my, just my thoughts. Right. Okay. Let's move on, because I've got a... 
Bit of a... How would you rather? Bit of a would you rather. Bit of a brain teaser for you. I was like, would you... I don't really speak the other A would you rather. Yes. So... So you're doing this to me? Uh, yeah, I'll do this to Next you. week I'll bring one to you. So, you can only choose one of these. So which one would you rather happen from a golf game perspective? Within a round, is this? Uh, no, ever. For okay. So your golfing career. Okay. Never three put again. Mm-hmm. Hit every fairway. Mm-hmm. In regulation, let's say. Get up and down every time. Mm-hmm. Average 300 off the tee. Hit every iron pure. I'd say every fairway. Really? Just because. Oh, that's not what I thought you'd from, from a fun perspective. From a fun perspective. perspective. I'm always going to be in play, not ball hunting. I didn't think about that. I didn't think about that. Then that, that you can always, guess... If you're in play from the tee, you can always score. Yes, you can. And I, I might and... not three put again, but I might lose 15 balls around at the tee. <laughs> that's what I, to be honest, I thought you'd go for never three put again, but I didn't look at it in that sort of slightly. Glass half full. Yeah. <laughs> like, there you go. <laughs> glass half empty, sorry. Yeah. Um, interesting. So hit every fairway. Mm. To be fair, if you, yeah. Because I'm fairway, long enough anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what do you actually reckon you average? Obviously, probably 270? Yeah, 270, 75. Because you, you have got a big dig in you, but your average obviously will go down. Yeah, right now about 230 in the cold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the, in the summer, 270. Speaking of You've done a vi- we did a video on that, didn't we? We did. With those new clubs. So go and check that out on Alex Elliott Golf Course Blogs. And in fact, there's not much difference between the three and the driver. <laughs> Which was mad. when we. Because yeah. I remember, cause I said, I reckon you about 240. You were like, no, I won't. Yeah. Boom. Shock, I was right. No, 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 he's game better than he does. No, yeah, no. Fair point. Right. Okay, let's talk tech talk. Tech talk. So today... This time of year. ...is the brand new launch of the Aerojet driver from Cobra. What do you think of the name? I mean... Hates it. Look at his face. He absolutely always, hates it. They're always a bit mad. I, never no, really, I think LCDX was... I didn't really pre- understand LCDX, though. Radspeed was about speed. Yeah, Radspeed was a pretty good name. Like, so this is basically all about streamline, aerojet, yeah. fast, but... Before you go into that, though, where will you be able to get this from? Scottsdale Golf. Correct. Who support this podcast. They so do. please... Link, uh, if it's not code at UK at the end, isn't it? Just to double check this. Yeah, not done in yeah. a while. The link will be in the description. www.scottsdalegolf.co.uk And you won't be able to get it yet, but you can pre-order. Correct. And when it does come out, you'll be able to go and have a fitting at their showroom and pick up your clubs the same, same day. day. Fitted to your spec, your loft. And that's not just with driver. You can do it across the board with irons, wedges, and even putter. Yeah, so www.scottsdalegolf.co.uk could it, okay. like, yeah, it wasn't really an advert, that was it, but it was an advert. It was, but it wasn't. Yeah, in there, it? Anyway, go on, sorry, you were saying. So, actually, Scottsdale took me out um, to the media launch. Um, in Where was my invite? Sorry, mate. Uh, <laughs> you didn't have any holidays. <laughs> had a wedding to go to. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a stag dude to go. <laughs> Which I want to say was um, no October, November time. What? When I went to this media launch. Yeah. I'm just trying to be gauge on the time. Um, and I got, basically, there's a massive embargo. You couldn't take any photos in there. You couldn't do anything. If you did, you were booted off. Um, so anyway, we got to look at the product. We got to see you and Ferguson hit the product um, and test it ourselves. And I basically put the Aerojet head, the LS version, the, the lower spinning version, um, straight into basically my shaft of this year, which basically is a like-for-like head, yeah, but yeah. improved. And it performed really good. Really good. So is the embargo lifted now, is it? Today. Today. 3 p.m. today. So what colour is it? Um, so it is like, basically, there's a bigger carbon crown on top. Ooh. 
and it's white underneath with a bit of blue. I do quite like the colorway, and what I do like about it, it looks a little bit more compact down at the ground, and I'm not going to lie, it, it does look better. It doesn't look as clumpy, especially the small version, the LS version, which is actually a slightly smaller head. Yeah. It looks really compact down behind the ball. Now, you look at these two weights here. There's like a power bridge in there. So basically, because there's more carbon, this power bridge helps deliver more power from the head into the face. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Isn't it mad how like every year they like bring out a, Mate, new, so, right. a new way of putting the weights that makes it go further? Mate, so I watched the came this thing and there's a picture of this bridge right. with no with no with no legs on it. No yeah. arch basically it's an arch. Yeah. And that's what they based it on. This bridge. Oh, is that what? Yeah. That's mad, isn't it? But it's clever boffins. It is clever so, clever yeah, people than me. I have to say, it is like people will say, Oh, you play. And if they got they've got rid of like the Fully the uh, face overlapping goes face, over, yeah. yeah, the infinity face. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not on this trailer. Oh. Uh, I actually think it looks neater, personally. Oh, yeah, yeah it, it, like, I know on some of the versions of the infinity face, it does look a bit clumpy. Yeah. I know they improved that with LTDX, but yeah. yeah. I, it's, it's a weird one, that, though, because I sort of... Obviously, I, I've got the SZ at the minute. Well, yeah, I've got, I found a rad speed head in my uh, cupboard. And oh, I got, yeah, and well... When I get mine, you can have my LTDX. <laughs> hey, there we go. You heard it here first yes. on the podcast, so... If the next time you see me, I don't have it, and I've got his, have a word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say was, is obviously on the SZ, now it's got the infinity face, hasn't it? It goes over the top of the driver. But my F9 didn't. And I think my F9 performs just as well as this one did. So it's, I guess it's just what suits your eye, isn't it? So I might get your LCD and it suits me, I find it. But then I might get this whenever, like whenever, and be like, actually, no, that's amazing. And, yeah, I, I actually think, prefer the new one. Yeah. Just the way it looks. Interesting. Because your LTDs perform well for you as well. I mean, I, I, it's the best drive I've ever had, mm. period. Like, it's so reliable. Big statement that as well. Yeah. You've got a lot of drivers. Yeah. Not that many, actually. Since you've been playing oh, golf. Oh, since I've been playing golf. Yeah. Not that many. In comparison to people who've got a new one every year. Yeah, okay, I get a new one every year now. Yeah. But, I mean, in the past, no. Oh, so you, put, you had that tailor-made one, didn't you? And then, yeah. So then I, I, I played your an, Cobra sponsor. I played an M1 yeah, for M1, like yeah. five years, just because it was good. Yeah. So, what would be yours? Well, um, and that's the beauty of being an unassigned athlete, whereas you get assigned, you get a new driver every year, your game changes, goes shit. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what Brooks Kepka did. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, I, I do like how compact it looks down at the ball. Also, we've got the Callaway Paradigm gear. Yes. Now, I actually watched certain <coughs> Shields review. Paradigm, Paradigm, not gear. The gear I put on, like. Yeah, I do know. Like that, yeah. Paradigm. Gear. It's just the new gear. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't saying it's like gear. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm as in, like paradigm gear. I'm correcting you. I, I was just saying it's called sure paradigm. I knew that you knew that, but I was just it's like sure saying oh, the new Cobra gear, the new Aerojet gear. Yeah, correct. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I was just making sure they cleared knew that, that. So I actually watched a certain person's review. <laughs> it, was, um... <laughs> it was very good to be fair. Like, it? You can. It, I, I don't hate to say it because he's very good at what he does, yeah, but it, it. It's an easy watch. But he was saying it's nearly perfect. So basically, a summary, um, like the LS and the higher spinning version, the middle one, he said, wasn't quite as in the middle as he want, as he thought it could be. Right, okay. It's a bit suit his yeah, game. Yeah, I know that's yeah. his game. But yeah. um, he said it's very, um, but we're sort of like, almost like Japanese looking. So basically, all these manufacturers will produce drivers for the Japanese market, which are slightly differently made, different head covers, more oh, expensive, basically. Right, okay. But it's got that feel to it, like nice leather head cover with a bit of shiny on it. Oh. Yeah, so it looked like Cali have done a good job. Yeah. Change but I didn't know that until market. I watched that. Very interesting. I knew, like, you'd have, like, Vega yeah. uh, and Amura, and they would only be really in the Japanese market. market yeah, yeah. 
but I didn't realise other brands did that. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I saw this last week when it came out. Um, what are your thoughts? I think it looks quite nice. It does look nice. It does look nice. Obviously, I've never hit a Callaway driver. In fact, that's how I have hit a Callaway driver, but only in a, uh, a swing room. So, like, you don't really get like the effect of what it's like out on the golf course. I think it looks different. Obviously, the the design of it with the colours looks looks different. But it's all about performance, isn't it? And it, the other thing as well is, from a Callaway perspective, it's all about marketing. Who's marketing it? They've gone long drive this year because that Martin Borgmeier is a Callaway athlete who's long drive champion at the minute. Um, and they've also brought on... Good, good golf. Good, good golf. Now, which is massive, really, isn't it? From an influencer's is, perspective. I think this is massive for two reasons. One, good, good are just absolutely bloody awesome. Yeah. And I think they've actually got... I, I, I I don't mean in this nicest way, nicest way possible. They're actually got bigger than I think people thought they would, and sort of outdone people's expectations of how big they could get in the time period. Yeah, like the, I thought they'd get big, but yeah, I mean, yeah. how big they've got? Like put it this way, Rick Shields been at seven years. He's only got only a million more. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean they've been at that? Yeah, oh yeah, just like, over a year, a year and a bit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and this is massive in two things. Number one, it's made this look like. A massive shift away from, in the past, let's say the last 10 years, most manufacturers would heavily, heavily support PJ Tour players, European Tour yep. players with massive checks, and especially the top 50 players. Well, look uh, at Taylor Made. Look what Taylor Made did. Yeah, they've reined that back in. Yeah. So I think this is a shift away from sponsoring a tour player mm-hmm. to now sponsoring people more in the media who are going to move exactly. the needle more. There because you go. That's, I, that's what I was going to say. I would argue, right, unless you are a Rory McIlroy, a Tiger Woods, um, John Ram. John Ram. Scotty Scheffler. I don't, honestly, I don't think Scotty Scheffler. DJ. I think DJ. I think yeah. these players that are superstars... Scotty Scheffler might get there. If he I don't off. think he will. Not many no. people know who he was when he was world number one, when he won the Masters. Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? He yeah, doesn't... Yeah, but... Yeah, no, I get you, I get you, yeah. The overall thing is that it's not just... So look at the PJ Tour, about media now. Yeah. So what I mean is, the overall aspect of... A manufacturer supporting somebody is not on their world ranking now. No. It's more on their media pull. 100%. Like, look at... It's, it's a smart move because look How at, much are they getting paid? Oh, <laughs> go on, go on. Put a number on it. Know. So, let's say Rory McIlroy was offered $130 million over five years. How much do you think they're getting paid? I don't think it's that much. No, I reckon though it would be something like a million, five years each. Mill each. So, I don't five think, million. I don't think a mill each. Do you not think it will be? I'd, I'd, I'd maybe, I maybe oh, a million between the three. Yeah, of them. I, I, Four, I was. Five of them. I was thinking more that, but I don't. I have no idea. But the thing way. is, though, how 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 many eyes are now going to be on that? Hundred percent. Like they're going to move views. the needle more. I'm. Sure, sure, I'm really surprised that. I honestly thought they would be signed by Cobra. Yeah. Because like a few of them are wearing the shoes, a few of them are using the driver. But how does that work with? Because Garrett was with Mizuno, so I'm guessing yeah. he's dropped Mizuno. Must have done. So. This is their views the last last week. Fifteen hours ago, the video's got two hundred twenty one thousand views. Uh, three days ago, six hundred sixteen thousand right. views. Um, they've got one point one million subscribers. Six hundred twenty seven thousand. The average just the average half a million. Let's and say yeah, it's over just over half a million views. Yeah. a video. <laughs> so that's more people than watch the PJ Tour probably. Or oh, I don't know, is no. it? But they're getting that every week, mate. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, your, your majors will shoot through the but roof. But they're maybe getting it two or three times a week. Yeah, well... well 
And and put it yeah, this way, when you sponsor somebody on the PGA Tour, your driver might not get seen. And if it does get seen, you might only get five seconds of airtime and then it's gone off the screen because somebody else's manufacturer's caught on the screen because someone else, some other player's playing. Whereas they're getting an hour-long video, let's say, on average. And it's just their paradigm Just their paradigm gear. Smart. Smart, smart. Right then. Very, very interesting. Very interesting. I'd love to know how much they're getting paid. Yeah, same. Fortune. Be a, be yeah. a small fortune. Um, right, before we finish, tip of the week. Tip of the week ends up, ends every single episode. So stick around for this. Um, I'm going to say, Josh, every golfer going into this season needs to learn three shots. Three shots being, number one, not necessarily a shot, but decision. Don't always have to take driver from the tee. Could be like a five wood or three wood. Just get the ball in play, especially if you're feeling a bit ropey with driver this day. Number two, chip and running. Try it with your hybrid. If you've got nothing to go over, just use your hybrid. Hit it like a putter. Yeah, hit it like a putter. And finally... Again, this is not a shot, this is more of a tip. Um, have a bit of a routine. And routine yeah. being, make sure you've got the right ball position and aim every single time. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people come to a lesson, think they're aiming straight, but they're not, and they cart it all over the place from actually a good swing, and they misdiagnose that good swing with a bad swing, and then they sort of down this revolving circle, Rabbit snowball hole. of yeah. badness. So guys... That is the end, and that is wrapping it up for Season 3, Episode 1 of How to Run a Good Walk. Like we say, don't forget to check out some of the snippets and watch part of the video over on Alex Elliott Golf Course Vlogs. We've got so much more coming this week and this month. We'll be back again at the same time next Wednesday. See you next week.